Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. I'm Mike Vardy, and this is the Productivityist Podcast. Welcome to the Productivityist Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Vardy, and this week on the show... I am welcoming Judy Machado Duke. Judy is, uh, she, she's been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and she's created outstanding financial success throughout her journey. Um, in fact, her recent venture, the average yearly revenue was between three to 7 million annually with six employees. So she excels at, at creative strategic planning and action taking. And she loves to share her productivity techniques with others so that they too can create an impact within their business. And she's going to be doing this on the podcast today. She's got a productivity planner called the Life Purpose Playbook. We're going to dive into that. We're going to talk about over planning, holistic productivity, and and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, I'm looking forward to getting into this. Uh, we're going to basically fill your cup in this episode. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get to that cup filling. Here is my discussion with Judy Machado Duke here on the Productivityist Podcast. I'd like to welcome Judy Machado Duke to the Productivityist Podcast. Judy, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much. So I'm sitting here holding, and this is one of the things we actually ask a lot of our guests. You know, it's like, send us a book. Not, not, I'm not a digital reader as much anymore because that kind of stuff hides. You can't hide this planner. It's very <laughs> vibrant. And it's, it's, I look at the Life Purpose Playbook, which we're going to link to in the show notes, and I want to dive into that a little bit, but mm. that's not, that's not, I, I don't want to start there because mm. I want to know how this came to be. So for, for people in my audience who are not aware of, of who you are and where, why you're even here, like, what are we doing here? Um, <laughs> maybe you could share a little bit of your story because during the, the pre-interview, we kind of talked about where you where you kind of land and where you kind of thrive in the productivity spectrum. So why don't we start there? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Well, my the story of the playbook really starts two decades ago. Um, so just over two decades ago, I was, I was 18 and I was introduced to Tony Robbins and his work. And wow, I used to be so shy, had major social anxiety before then. And I just completely lit up. I literally experienced, uh, I, I call that a rebirth, what happened when I was introduced to his work. 
And most of, of what happened to me in that rebirth was actually doing the exercises. I found in, um, you know, stopping the tape or the cassette back then and doing the exercises was cre- was what created the, the incredible breakthroughs for me. In which, having, pro- which, uh, program, which program was it? It was called the- Personal Power, three-day okay. personal power. Yeah. The one that was yeah. on all the infomercials, yeah. you know, the, that one. So that, was my, that was my starting off point too in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> It was amazing. And so uh, my life completely transformed. And again, as I mentioned, it was the exercises. So I became extremely entrepreneurial. There's one one set in there, I think it was day 28, where he had you walk around with this little book and every day write down 10 ideas to make money for seven days. That transformed my life. Suddenly I felt like, wow, I've got all these ideas. I can do anything. Um, And so again, it was the exercises, writing down those exercises. So I created my own little time management system at that point. I became so obsessed with goal setting and time management and I created my own little system. I went out and got all these planners and sort of found what I liked for everything and and started to use some of some of them throughout the next few years. But when I got in sort of my late 20s, I created my own system and I started buying journals and just every quarter I would use a new book. And um, I just became fascinated with this book, this, this, this system that I used that was helping me to become so successful in my careers. I had quite a few amazing, amazing, beautiful opportunities. Um, and one of them was actually building a, a business with two other partners. We took a failing candle company uh, here in Toronto, Canada, and very quickly got out of manufacturing, realized it is none of our unique abilities, the three of us, and really started to focus on what we were really, really good at. At which thankfully the three of us had three completely different sets of unique abilities. And we built this business and it was phenomenal in just a few years, um, millions of dollars in revenue, six employees only, um, you know, importing products, um, designer products, candle and potpourri and that sort of scented products to people like Loblaws, Walmart, Target. And we took this kind of winning, um, this winning, you know, this, this thing that we had And I got really excited about wanting to share this with others. But in that process, I was working so much. I was working, both my partners were men. Um, I found that, you know, the environment was was very masculine, very dominant. Um, I was literally wearing a mask and trying to be more masculine and and assertive. And and, um, in that process of working all the time, I was working literally 24-7, I got sick because I really believed the 24-7 you know, productivity lifestyle, that it is not sustainable. And I got really sick in that process. And that's when I decided to shift my life. And I realized, okay, I I was successful and I am successful. I continue to be successful. But what if I could do this in a way where I can have more time freedom and more balance and, and actually enjoy life? And when I go traveling all the time for work, how can I actually, actually take some time off at the end of that, which I never did. So I had a real shift and I really wanted to help others with my productivity, with my expertise and with this new lifestyle that I was living, this ho- which I call holistic productivity. So that's where that sort of all originates and, and how I came to be who I am now, which is a uh, productivity goddess. So when you were reviewing um, and kind of building your framework, because I've got one too, as a time crafting, what... What did you find from other, because what we do when we build something like this, and this is from my experience, and maybe it's not the same for you, but I found that there were things that each, you know, whether it's getting things done or the Covey matrix or, and I studied Tony's OPA program, which then became RPM, which I'm sure you're familiar with, mm-hmm. um, part of his time of your life program. What elements, when you were building your your productivity, you know, kind of system and framework, 
as you were building me go, you know what, this worked initially, but mm-hmm. now it doesn't, ser- it either needs to evolve and change into something greater, or it just doesn't serve a purpose. And maybe it's superfluous. Is there anything that comes to mind as you're doing that before we dive into the actual playbook itself? Mm-hmm. Well, in the beginning, for sure, I was spending too much time planning and not right. enough time taking action, which a lot of people uh, suffer. Um, you know, there's so many plans and then things change and then you see some other idea and it's that sort of uh, what do they call it? The squirrel syndrome, right? It's, yeah. it's making changes. So I was constantly planning and I had this sort of longer weekly planning system because I've been doing this for over two decades, this weekly planning system, every Sunday, sitting down, looking at my goals and just planning out the next week. It's sort of that, those baby steps. What's going to happen this week? What can I schedule in? Because whatever gets scheduled is actually going to get get done. But in the beginning, there was too much. There's too many documents I would I would review in that weekly schedule that I turned that into my 90-day quarterly plan. So that's how that evolved. Now I'm looking at the planner now. My wife, as I mentioned uh, during the pre-interview, mm-hmm. she this is something that she's doing a lot. Like she she looked at this planner. She goes, "This is something that she would like to spend some time trying," which mm-hmm. is interesting because, like you said, um, you know, during the pre- like a lot of what you do is is like you said, holistic productivity as well as like self care specifically for women, right? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of your core client. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know we there is. Um, like with any program, it's kind of like you have, um, there's a, like when you're going through this playbook, um, where, where does someone start? Because yeah. when you're looking at something like this and you see the planner stuff inside and it, it, it is a system within a planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how, where would someone begin with something like that? If they're looking to pick up the playbook. Yeah. So the, the book is really divided into two sections. The first um, 19 pages or so are exercises to really help you to, again, get clear on some of the goals for the next, this is a six month planners for the next six months um, to, to also celebrate. There's a section called my celebration experience. So what do you want to celebrate in life? So important to, to stop and celebrate everything. Um, and in there, there's, there's a section to create a, you know, a mission statement for your life, to set all your goals in all areas of your life, helps you guide through all the areas of your life. Cause sometimes we just focus on one area, maybe business or relationships and everything else can, can, can really suffer if we're not focusing on all areas of our life. Um, there's also a place to actually create a vision board and put it inside. So you carry this vision board with you and you're recreating it every six months, uh, which is great. And then, um, and then there's of course, uh, calendars. Then part two is the actual planner. So there are daily pages And then there's a weekly check-in, which happens every Sunday. So what I always say is start the book, go to the beginning where you're celebrating, um, have fun with the exercises in the beginning, but immediately on day one, start your planner. So turn to the first week and write in the dates because it's undated. You can Mm -hmm. um, add any day. You can stop at any time, restart. So just go to that first week and add every date for that week and start working on the daily pages because the daily pages have so much goodness. You know, there's that before noon commitment. What are those things that, you know, are a little bit scary or that you're, you're, you're procrastinating on that you, you, you want to write in there and you want to get them done before noon. Uh, so you can win the day, you know, what are, what are, um, what's your daily intention for the day? What's some gratitude. So there's all these little sort of guides within the daily pages. So start using that every day. There's so much magic, I believe in these daily pages, um, because it's, it's a bit of a guide. Then you're going to get to Sunday and you're going to do your weekly check-in. The weekly check-in brings you back to the front of the book, brings you back to your goals, back to your mission statement, back to your values. Just so you can kind of glance and see, okay, I'm planning out my week. Let me get a little bit closer and, and a little bit more, um, 
uh, refreshed on all the goodness that I've written at the, at the beginning of this book. But don't right. feel that like you have to start the whole beginning, all those exercises to do the daily planner. I believe start, the daily start planner Start from where is, you're at, right? Start yes, from where you're at. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it also has, the book is, is you know, the, the cover's very colorful. It's turquoise with a gorgeous mandala. I believe that um, sacred geometry is so powerful. Those beautiful mandalas and, and shapes, geometrical shapes, have so much power within our DNA and within, um, you know, the geometry of life. And so you have them also in the daily pages. There's the flower of life, which you can either doodle or you can color. So again, the whole coloring aspect of the book is really just, for me, I do it when I'm on the phone um, or if I'm, you know, just, just want to take a quick break or it's like a color meditation, just, right. just do a little bit of coloring. I don't do it every day, but some people might. Um, but it's just there as a great way to just relax. It's just another form of meditating, whether it's coloring or walking meditation or, or you know, close your eyes meditation. So important to add into your day as part of that holistic productivity. Cause I, I really do believe that, you know, we think that, um, the hustle comes from ideas in your head. When in fact, I believe that it comes from messages from within your heart, because I believe that when we're always hustling, always busy, you know, always working, always pushing, we have no time to receive or even to remember who we really are, how powerful we are. You know, I think that it's, um, it's when we go inside into that place that, you know, where we, we store that, you know, the ancient wisdom, the remembering, that's where we really get connected to our mission and our purpose and our next steps. And, and I believe that inspired action comes from that place. So, you know, part of productivity for me and for what I teach is all about, you know, slowing down and getting calm and listening, going inside, even if it's just for a few minutes every day, because those inspired messages will come the more we're quiet, the more we listen. So I want to talk a little bit about I want to expand on that a little bit, what you just said about the the idea of slowing down, because I think it seems counterproductive to a lot of people. I talk about it too, you know, like sometimes you have to slow down uh, the wrong things so you can speed up the right things, you know, like there's certain <laughs> things that, that, you know, should be automated, like, you know, there, but you get to decide that like there's, and what I, what, I mean, your planner, when you talk about like coloring it, that allows you to take ownership of it, you know, it's yours, it's, it, it, it personalizes it a bit. What what do you say to people who struggle with slowing down? Because we live in a world where, it, it, again, it's like you, if you take time to slow down, uh, it, it it seems like you are going to lose time. You're going mm-hmm. to feel like you're not being as productive when, in fact, it's 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 the opposite. So what do you say to people, especially the people you work with? Because, I mean, if you're working primarily with women, there's lots of roles that they fill. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and 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 I think that that once they've gotten kind of out of their own way with using a planner in a system like this, where their head can kind of get out of their way, maybe that's one thing that they can do that can help them slow down. But what are some of the things that you do that you can help people? So when they say, you know, I just don't have time for this. What do you know? I've just got to keep going. Um, mm-hmm. and, and where where do you stand on that, and how do you help people with that? Yeah, sometimes you know, sometimes you know, the best way to be productive is to take a little bit of time to be unproductive. And I find that balance that, that there really is a beautiful dance within that balance. So for example, even waking up, I talk a lot about just waking up and where is those few moments that's your time, whether it's, it's to be quiet or to read, you know, to, to, to meditate, whether it's to read, to do something you love. And even though at first I get some resistance with some of my clients, it might be, Oh, well, I don't have time for a morning routine. I have kids or I have, you know, whatever. And I ask them to just try it out. 
kind of like that miracle morning, you know, movement. I love that. Right, right. And it's 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 all about just trying it out. So you try it out, and all of a sudden, they remember how much they love to sit and read, or they remember how much they love to just sit for three minutes and have their tea three minutes earlier than they would normally wake up and go running to to, to get started, um, or five minutes. You know, it could be as simple as three minutes. I always talk about the baby steps, and in that feeling of remembering how much they love that that's where they're going to find the time for it. And if there's one other thing I could share, I learned from mm-hmm. um, from Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach years ago was this, this system. He calls it the entrepreneurial time management system, which is this concept of um, compartmentalizing your energy. And what you do is he talks about, you know, splitting everything up into three different energy types or days. You know, as entrepreneurs, you can split your days up. One is called your free day, where you're off the grid. You're 100% not doing any work, not reading any business books. Ideally, it's 24 hours. If you can't make that happen, it could be just a few hours that you block off. You maybe don't even need your phone with you because really you've blocked it off. And hopefully people know that this is your, you know, it's your Saturday mornings or it's your full Saturday. Um, And then there's another section called, um, he calls it your buffer days where you, um, you literally you do all of your your cleanup work on that day. You check your emails, you're organizing things on that day, you're delegating. And then there's what he calls your focus day. That's your day where you are working 100% in your unique ability. What do you love to do that you're great at doing, that you feel amazing when you do those, and you, you just literally jam your day with that? Because the energy of doing those things, you're so excited, you feel amazing, you're on a high and you just get it all done. So it might be, you know, being in front of the client, it might be sales, whatever, whatever your unique ability is. So really getting clear on that so that you can, so you can, you can really enjoy the day and and enjoy the benefits of, of what comes with compartmentalizing your energy through that. I want to, before we get close to wrapping up here is if, so you've talked about the holistic hustle, on your website, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the idea mm-hmm. of, which again, two opposing ideas to a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, so can we dive into that a little bit? I know we're going to dive into some more stuff in the bonus episode. So people who are members mm-hmm. can listen to that. We're going to talk more about, you know, who you're influenced by now. We know who Tony Robbins, you know, was one, but who influences you now, as well as we talked a little bit about the playbook. We'll dive deeper into that a little bit more in the bonus episode as well. But what what is this holistic hustle idea? Because it was a thing that kind of stood out for me right away. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, the term when I hear hustle, I hear Gary Vaynerchuk, and it's certainly there's not a lot of holisticity, and that's not even a word, but I'll throw it out there uh, around around that element of hustle. So, c- can you unpack that a bit? Yeah. Again, it's it's really basically doing a couple things. One is I really believe that, as I mentioned, um, you know, we really do think that the hustle comes from ideas from our mind. Mm-hmm. But really, there, there is something called the HeartMath Institute in California. And they've actually found that our heart actually has its own mind. And when we actually go inside, that's where our intuition resides. And when we actually take time to be quiet, we actually get these inspired messages. You know, think of when you're in the shower. When you're in the showers, when most of us are driving, because we're just, we're not really thinking, we're, we're sort of or, in subconscious. Or, or, running, or running or something or like running. that. Exactly. Yeah. That's when you get your best ideas, right? Because you're quiet. You're not really thinking about anything. And so it's in those moments of being quiet and still that our body, our, our, you know, if you, whether you call it your higher self or whatever, I call it our inner goddess for the females. Mm -hmm. Um, we already know what's best for us. 
But because we're so busy all the time, busy, 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 doing, 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 working, 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 and not actually stopping and listening, whether it's a little quick morning meditation, whether it's, um, um, you know, taking time to just have, have a coffee, go to a coffee shop and have a coffee on your own without somebody. When was yeah. the last time anyone has ever done that? Like the inspiration that comes from something like that, the, and it's those inspired actions that are the best actions to take, to take action on versus, oh, I think I have this idea, I have, you know, this, this, um, you know, or, or we look online, we have this idea of something else. We look we compare, I should do this, but is it something that actually came as an inspired action from within one of those ideas that come in the shower, one of those ideas that come when we're driving, one of those ideas that come when we're running. So again, the idea is to, um, to just fill your cup. It's all about filling your cup. And it doesn't mean half the day is holistic and you're doing nothing and you're relaxing and the other half you're working. It's just little bits if you can even just have a little bit in the morning or a little bit in the day where you're actually stopping, you're doing a stretch, maybe you're moving your body. Um, and it's just, it's just such an incredible way of creating more productivity, being more productive by sometimes being a little bit less productive by relaxing and going inside. Judy, there's a lot more that we can talk about, but we are we are done for this episode. But I know there's a bonus episode, so everyone who's a member will jump into that. But Judy, where can people find out more about your work and pick up a, a copy of, of this planner, the Life Purpose Playbook? Yeah, so the website is lifepurposeplaybook.com. And I also have a, a YouTube channel called Productivity Goddess. And my Instagram is productivity.goddess. Awesome. Judy, thanks for, so much for joining me today on the Productivityist Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Big thanks to Judy for joining me this week on the show. Of course, you can check out all of her stuff by uh, just looking at the show notes and going from there. So um, by the way, if you're interested in learning more about the direction of the podcast, what we're doing, all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes with the Productivityist, there's a lot of cool things we're working on right now. Head over to productivityist.com slash membership to learn more about that because we, we, we've used to have a Patreon and now we don't anymore, but there's lots of other things that we're working on. So I encourage you to go to productivities.com slash membership to learn more about how you can get more involved with, with stuff that we're doing at Productivityist and, and, and time crafting and all that stuff. But further to that, uh, if, if, you, if, if you're like, you know what, I'm not quite ready for that yet, Mike, this is the first time I've listened to you or, or, or what, have, what have you, uh, a rating and review goes a long way in helping people find the podcast and, and, and helping John, my producer, and I make the show better. So no matter where you're listening to this, this podcast, although obviously iTunes is, is a primary place where people go, ratings and reviews are really helpful. So uh, a rating is great. A review is better. So if you could spare one or both of those, that would be greatly appreciated. What is also greatly appreciated is the help I get to put together every single episode. My entire team, John Polster, my producer, uh, you know, uh, everyone who helps with, with making artwork and, and all that stuff. So everyone that had a hand in putting this podcast together, thank you very much. And thanks to you for listening. Really do appreciate you joining me this episode. And I hope to see you in future episodes. Until the next episode or next time, I'm your host, Mike Vardy, reminding you to stop guessing and start going. <laughs>